Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Amrace Baez, a Westpac market strategist. In the financial markets overnight, uh, we saw equities taking a breath. The S&P 500 is currently down just 0.1% on the day, but that follows a succession of record highs, uh, including one the previous day. The US dollar currency is little changed and bond yields, well, they rose following some more tapering signals from the ECB. In the currency markets, the US dollar index is unchanged on the day, and uh, most major currencies recorded very little change also. For example, the euro simply round-tripped from 118 to 118.45 and back again. Uh, the Aussie dollar hit round-tripped from 73.05 to 73.41 and back again. Best performer of the day was the Kiwi dollar, which eked a higher range overnight of 70.35 to 70.69, helped by some encouraging pandemic statistics of late. The Aussie Kiwi Cross slipped further from 104 to 103.70. In the interest rate markets, the US two-year Treasury yield rose a base point to 0.21%, while the 10-year yield rose from 1.27 to 1.31%, and that was really led by European bonds, uh, which responded to some hawkish comments from ECB Council members. Australian government bond yields, they mimicked the uh, European and US yields. Three-year yields uh, up two basis points to 0.28% and 10-year yields up uh, five basis points to 1.19%. Commodities, like equities, took a bit of a breath uh, and pulled back slightly. Brent crude oil down 0.6%, copper down 0.1%, gold down 0.3% and iron ore, which usually has bigger moves, down 3.3% to $152. Now, the bits and pieces of economic information out overnight. Um, Much of the data was not market moving, but in the US we had a Chicago PMI survey which fell more than expected. Um, House prices there were in line with expectations, uh, rising at an annual rate of around 19%. In the Eurozone, we had CPI inflation for the month of August, surprise to the upside. Uh, taking the headline reading up to a 3.0% annual pace. That's the highest in a decade. And um, the market-moving piece, of course, was the ECB official speak. Uh, Two members, Holtzman and Knott, spoke. Holtzman said that the central bank should discuss cutting back crisis support at next week's meeting. Knott also indicated that the ECB can afford to reduce the bond purchase program since conditions are now favourable. And he said that the program is close to fulfilling its purpose and the program could end as planned in March 2022. And uh, uh, this pair of comments follows earlier signals from uh, over the last week from Gundos and Lane, who also said that the possibility uh, exists of a slight moderation in monthly purchases at next week's meeting. For the day ahead, what's on the economic calendar the markets could get their teeth into? Well, down under, we'll have the Australian second quarter GDP result. Uh, The Westpac economists are expecting a growth rate of only 0.1%. The market median is 0.4%. And uh, Westpac economists also add that the risks are to the downside. Clearly, the uh, pandemic uh, at play there. In China today, we'll have the Kaisen labelled uh, PMIs for the month of August. This follows yesterday's official PMIs, uh, which were weaker than expected. So let's see what today's brings. 
And then in the US, we'll have uh, the ISE Manufacturing Survey for the month of August. That'll be the focus. And uh, as well as that, our markets will watch the ADP private sector payroll release. Now, this is sometimes, but not always, a, a guide of sorts to the bigger non-farm payrolls release, which we'll get out this Friday. That's a very important one for the Federal Reserve. Uh, so, yeah, markets will be looking at the ADP in case there are any clues to the uh, Friday number there. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again at the same time tomorrow morning.